and I'm Sila. And we are the guys from W Intenta. One podcast we bring you for all talking points from the biggest games of the weekend. But we don't take ourselves too seriously, though. After all, we're just those guys from W Intenta. Let's go! <laughs> since we didn't put out the you last know what one, no. i think this is the first episode actually whatever we put out is the first thing this is, is this will be the first episode so, that goes out and this one i'm actually very very committed and serious it has to go out definitely it does it does because i i will be because ah, you, well, maybe when we start the podcast everybody will know why i'm so excited <laughs> about that, okay. why this podcast has to go out because i have I, I have some things I would like to say. All right. Anyway, guys, welcome to the show. And uh, how are you doing? My name is Jia. My name is Sila. And welcome to the viewing center. Uh, we talk about football. Football is a passion for both of us. I'm a Chelsea fan. Salas is an Arsenal fan. fan. Diehard one. And uh, we all have an you know, weird stories of how we became fans. But let's not bore everybody <laughs> with that. I've been a Chelsea fan since Shevchenko moved. Uh, as far as I know, Silas is, a, is an Arsenal fan because he wanted to spite somebody. It seems to be an Arsenal. Thing. Yeah, like it's the microcosm of how I actually approach even romantic relationships. Amazing. I want it to be very difficult. Then that makes it worthwhile, <laughs> you know. Like yeah, when when everything know. works out. Yeah, in yeah. the end, everything is like amazing. Uh, and you're so happy, that so rewarding. Is just masochism. <laughs> anyway, um, so what's something that's you know interesting that's happened to you this week? Or like to- uh, well, um, I'll be traveling soon, so I went back home, and it was nice, you know, seeing my siblings again and. Going back home as an adult felt very interesting. That's how I'll put it. So it was a very interesting weekend. More on that some other time. This is not the podcast for Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> actually, I have been, I don't know, let's say dreading thinking about the fact that you're actually going to travel. I've not actually decided, I've not thought about it. It's not been a comfortable thing to think about, but that's fine. Mm-mm. The podcast will continue. Why now? Uh, my guy is traveling now. We don't see Silas again. That's, that's, that's a big deal. I'm happy that you're traveling and you will not be here in all this suffering and yeah. all that. But, you know. For me, this week, it's been a nice week. I've been watching a lot more football, you know, doing mm. a lot more stuff. I have a few other um, podcasts I run. And, you know, it's just, it's just been really nice. Shameless plug, plug your podcast. Yeah. I know, now. definitely, there will be descriptions in the link below. You know, ah. The Blue Smoke podcast, hey. But, you know, it's been really cool. Lots of learning, lots of, you know, exploring of some new ideas. There are lots of things I'm just, yeah, it's been nice. It's been a tough year. <laughs> Fun fact, yeah. this podcast actually started because I was a guest on the Blue Smoke pod for a couple of times. Yeah. And I, we realized I, that we actually talk well together really we well. have a lot of inter mm. inter la, 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 interest so <laughs> that's a very good way to put it's one of those things you know we should yeah. do an mma show i don't think there's an mma show in nigeria that's an opportunity and an mma in nigeria seems to be picking up yeah recently. have you there's seen like, the aku show thing? i haven't seen it yet i haven't seen I feel anyone, like but i saw I f- some clips and i was like what <laughs> see the reason i don't want to watch that thing because it seems like if somebody gets caught with like a wicked punch there's yeah. like not enough infrastructure to bring them back to mm. their forgiveness. It's like, if this guy is gone this week, okay. probably no, but not to be honest, even in the UFC, how often do you see them bring complicated in, in, instruments into the ring? They rarely do. Yeah, that's not, but because they have like things like surgery afterwards, what they do in the ring is they maintain stable condition. We have bone so straighteners in Nigeria also now. <laughs> I have a cousin that broke his hand. And yeah, when that guy's hand has not, I don't like looking at it. It makes me uncomfortable. Uh-huh. So uh, you would forgive me for not trusting Nigerian <laughs> bone setters. Well, I, I think that that's but truly, 
truly, yeah. truly. That's the scary part. That is incredibly how, scary. How sure are you they are going to take care of them exactly. properly afterwards? Exactly. Because there's a lot of like shade on the UFC about the fact that UFC are like contract yeah. fighters are not full time full time employees and with like health benefits and all that. Mm. I can't even imagine what it's like in Nigeria doing that. So the thoughts about the thoughts of it scares me really. But we're not here to talk about MMA. We're here to talk about football. Mm. And you know, just a brief that was just a brief a brief glimpse into our lives because yeah. we're human beings and. <laughs> Even though we are from that viewing center, we are yeah. just human beings after all. In the viewing uh, center, we 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 view a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, you know a lot. You of know, boxing. The reason too. I have my phone is because I met a guy in the in the viewing center that I just loved how his phone looked. I like, see. I find that, but I didn't find the exact one, and it's always been a thing of regrets because every time I look at my screen, I remember that it's now AMOLED and. You're truly living the viewing center experience. (laughs) (laughs) Taking phone recommendations from there and whatnot. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to start off the show by talking about, you know, our three major talking points from the weekend just passed. And maybe later on we can have like a brief talk about the Champions League matches are happening tonight and tomorrow. We record on a Tuesday. Although we'll be recording more on Mondays going forward because we would like to recap the weekend action while it is still fresh mostly the yeah. EPL action mostly the EPL although I have I have this soft spot in my heart for La Liga because of Atletico and I just I, I like Bayern Munich I, I like Griezmann <laughs> well, his form recently has been amazing I'm so happy for him the reality is we, we mostly watch the EPL in Nigeria yeah, so yeah, we mostly yeah. talk the EPL yeah. but every now and then when there is a game worth talking, talking about, about we can talk about at least yeah. definitely yeah alright so do you want to go first I'm not definitely you look like you're set to go first okay so, yeah. alright 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 <laughs> right, so the first thing I have here is the first discussion is just something from the Arsenal Tottenham game you know so okay. I really really I was one of those people who who when Mourinho joined Tottenham was like Ugh. I don't, I'm not sure about this marriage, you know. I don't see yeah. how this might work, you know. But he's, he seems to be doing very well with Tottenham at the moment. And I was curious to know, are they really... Because you can't play counter-attack the way Mourinho plays. And I don't know that that would be sustainable at this level in the Premier League. Really? Yeah. Why honestly, not? I feel like you have to be a little bit more tactically... I, an example of somebody who would play counter-attack football is Wolves. And where is Wolves in the table? Are they in the top six? And mm, I feel like that's that a function. My, my, it feels like mid-table football is my point. Uh, yeah. It doesn't feel sophisticated enough to beat, to be consistent at the top. Okay, Anyways, first of that all. Is, that is the reason I decided uh-huh. to dig a little deeper. Okay, but no, hey, see, like, first of all, First of all, I feel Baba, like I haven't even made my point. I know, just, just, just a little bit. There's no way we'll just allow that slide. I feel like because of recent <sighs> years, because of club and what's his first, what's his face, uh, Pep, Pep, we feel like oh, big football has to be really vibrant to to get the job done. Like oh, attack, you know, wins games and different Swiss titles. Uh, but now. We are in the new era of attack, attack. You know, keep the ball well and blah blah blah. We will not. For, we must so not think forget. about it this way, right? <clears throat> no, it's not football win. like any other sport. Uh, if you're going to win, let me say in football and in mixed martial arts, if you're going to win, you need to have a lot of tools in your toolbox. You can't have. You let, have this phrase. Let's <laughs> okay, let's take it very literally. Say we both have, are in the same profession, and we we are being called to do to to repair a very very similar problem. If I have more sophisticated tools, if if I not even if I even if they are not that sophisticated, but if I have more tools that could help, that would aid in solving that problem. My point about that is this: if with the kind with the likes of Pep and Klopp, there is. There is so many ways. There is like, you know, there are various ways to win the game is my point, you know, and you can't just have one way and then it was, you think, well, I don't know, that's that's just how I feel about it. That's I, what I, I, think. I, I get where you're coming from, but 
I don't know, Mourinho sets up his team is the way he sets them up and they get the job done. Mm. I know it's different at different levels, but when you have the kind of players that Mourinho does and then you employ those same kind of tactics with the experience and the expertise that Mourinho does, then they can become title challengers because that's what he did when he came to Chelsea. Everybody was playing different kind of football. Arsenal Wenger was dominating the Premier League. And then this motherfucker just came and shut up shop. Score one headed go. Shut up shop. You guys pass the ball all you want. And we won trophies till he left. And then, oh, I made no vaccine. And then he came back and did the same thing again. And left. But then Manchester United came to fuck his legacy up. And people are like, oh, never. Anyway, please go well, on with we'll your see. point. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll but see. the reason I bring them up is because of a very, very interesting thing a very one one very trendy thing if you bought right now is xg right everybody's talking about xg's xg and um it has proven to be quite mathematically accurate to an extent right yeah for those who don't know xg is expected goals exactly so and how it is calculated is if you're the closer you are to to the goal the the more points are assigned to that chance so if you're like two yards away from scoring, that, that would be an XG of 0.95. Like Yakubu at the World Cup. There, yeah, oh, God. Baba, huh. please. That please, would please, probably please, be PTSD. an XG of one. <laughs> like, that's, what? An X, that's an XG of 1,000. Because you have on. to score. Are you kidding me? Even if you had just... Fall, if you had just... Guy, please don't, don't, don't take me back. I mean. <laughs> please don't take me back. And then... Uh, still on XG, if you're, say, 50 yards away from the post and you just shoot a very nasty, hopeful shot, that is going to probably get a 0.01. Think of that Roberto Carlos free kick that he called around the defensive wall and into the post from, like, way, way, way back. That XG is probably, like, 0. 0.1, 0.0 something because there's no way in hell that that should go in. Mm. So, yeah, the the likelihood that... How close you are to the goal, how many defenders are in front of you, how whether the ball comes on your strong foot, whether the ball is in the air, whether it's bouncing, the, the distance between you and the keeper, the position of the keeper, all those things contribute a lot to the amount of XG. Mm. Yeah. Nicely put. It's just read something off of an article that would explain, that captures really what I was, want, the point I want to make about Tottenham is this. That Tottenham have scored six more goals than they should have, they, they would have expected, than you would have expected, sorry, based upon the positions of their shots. And they've also considered around three goals fewer than you'd expect, meaning they are overperforming by around nine goals compared to the XG figures. So, the interesting thing here is this. I remember when Emery was at Arsenal and there was a period when for 22 games he went unbeaten and in the league it was a reasonable number also and we were overperforming our XG wickedly. Lacazette was overperforming his XG and people kept saying oh XG says we're overperforming here and there and I, I didn't really take it serious. And, that, and the XG projection was we would revert to mean and if the only time the only time a team would not revert to mean is after about 16 games because by then the league is already taking shape but anything below 16 games if you're overperforming your xg there's a chance that you would revert to mean yeah so my point is tottenham might be at the top of the table but they are overperforming their xg and it's revert to mean mm. so if anybody thinks tottenham are, or Mourinho is back you should think twice about it. <laughs> okay, here's the thing to consider about that. How XG works is, I mean, recently, we've seen teams that consistently outperform their XG against mm. that four. Like Burnley is a perfect example. Burnley year in and year out consistently outperform their goals against because, I don't know, way back from when Tom Heaton was in goal mm. because they have a solid defense that they have, like Tarkovsky has this knack of um, making last-ditch blocks out of nowhere. Yeah. Michael Keane, before he left to Everton as well. And then Tom Heaton at the time had, he was in amazing form. And then I think he left or he had an injury and then Nick Pope came up ahead amazing as well. <laughs> so when you have really, really, really good players in key positions, 
sometimes outperforming XG can happen every now and then. It's not consistent. It won't happen forever. Yeah. But if you remember towards the end of last season, Burnley yeah. had a very wicked dip. Yeah. Very they, wicked. I think they had they lost a lot, a fuck ton of games. I remember. I remember. So, Even yeah. this season, like they haven't really me. started very well. Yeah. But in the context of the season and with a manager like Jose Mourinho, you know that he knows that this thing is a problem. I mean, the fact that Harry Kane has dropped deep, let's just say it, it theoretically can mean that at the next half of the season, Kane mm. has more energy to actually go for it. Mm. Since he's just staying back now. Kane, That's a very what's his hopeful name? Yeah, it's, it's a good way to look at it. But then there's it. also, what's his face, Garrett Bale that's on the bench, still bending mm. into the squad, getting to the... Bale is a quality player. It, it will take a brave man to say that Bale is not a quality player. If he manages to stay injury fit. If, but it's going on well so far. Then, you know, there's still players that haven't really, you know, gotten into the squad or are still figuring their way. Like, um, what's his face? Ndombele. Mm. Ndombele didn't have a good season last season, but this season he has been incredible. Yeah. My point, yeah, let's, let them just make the point that. <laughs> I don't think while Tottenham are wildly outperforming XG for and again, Son has an XG of like what three points something, and he has scored ten goals in the league this season. My point still is, I think they would revert to me, but I'm fine to revisit this conversation after yeah. sixteen games. Yeah, well, well, yeah. as an Arsenal fan, I really don't blame you. <laughs> but just to add more salt <laughs> into the wounds. My point for the weekend is that I think that Chelsea are actually really title contenders, which I am incredibly shocked to see. Hmm. I mean, for the first time this season, we saw Edward Mendy make a mistake. Hmm. And I don't know, I had a bet on Chelsea that night, like, and I was supposed to be in 15K, but before the game, I saw um, that Leeds had one of the highest XGs in XGs in the league. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I know, I, I know, I, I, Chelsea's my team and everything, but there's money at stake. I would rather have nine k in hand than fifteen k. Should Chelsea, what if Chelsea just decide not to perform? And by the time I tuned into the match, it was one nil. And so, did and, you play the best for Chelsea to hold win? On, hold on, it was one of many games, but let me just. I'm, I'm, the background is important because I came into the game and we were one nil down and I was like, well, that vindicates me. I mean, it could have gone so terribly. Uh, thank God I have my money. And Chelsea shocked me. Mm. Chelsea were calm. Thiago Silva was bringing the ball out of the defence. Sierk was annoying and he has this habit of, I don't know, I, I think I've said it before on your podcast, I don't know if it came out or not, about how Ziyech is the star that Chelsea has been waiting for and he came into the team a star. He doesn't need to bedding, he doesn't need to do this, he doesn't need to do this, he's not a small boy. But I noticed that he had this thing where he would make a mistake and mm. be pointing at the people like, oh, you are meant to be here. Oh, why were you not here? I'm like, what the mm, fuck is this? Like and every now, exactly. And every now and then, he Stop. would do that. He would do this. But Chelsea just Mount was incredible. Mm. He was everywhere, and he was picking the right pass, beating the right man. He just, he just seemed to be doing everything right. And then Rich James, I'm sure many people have even noticed that Spilicueta has not started. No, I noticed. I barely noticed. I did. James has been that good. Chiwell has just... I had my doubts about Chiwell, but mm. I, I can't see what... They look good. Werner is misfiring. He seems to have a problem with his confidence. He missed, like, two clear-cut chances in that game. But I don't know. He, there was just something that seemed good about the fact that he kept trying yeah. and going and going at it. Havertz looked lost. But despite all these things that new players are trying to bed in, this is it. Chelsea looks confident throughout. Giroud, mm. imperious. I just, oh God, that guy is Holy. a god. He's a great god that just happens to be French. 
I fucking love you. <laughs> Arsenal fans, I, well, I don't know what you will see. Arsenal fans, we did like Giroud, actually. Yeah, I don't think consistent. there's any Arsenal fan that you'd meet and that would say, I, I don't like people. Giroud. And there's this guy, um, what's it called? There's a football show I really enjoy, um, Poets and Rouge. Mm. I don't know. Po- he's, Poets is a big Arsenal fan. He's like, oh, he's not consistent. He's not this. Like, Giroud is not the kind of player that will win you the Premier League. He is a frustrating player. Giroud is a perfect, he's a perfect number two kind of striker in the Premier League where you see in this moment now where yeah. Werner and Abraham and the other guys are not like performing yeah, properly <clears throat> you would trust Giroud to come up with to do what he has done mm. score at the near post head, head, head the ball you see in. the thing about Giroud is that his kind of striker is not the kind of striker we're used to in the football that we know these days I mean since we were really really into football mm. who's a target man that you know true especially in the Premier League Exactly. Who is it? Michu. I, I know. That year. That Do year know, that Michu. Michu was like a false nine kind of. He just arrived <laughs> late in the box. Yeah. But like target Michu man, think, think Benteke. Benteke is like yeah, the, actually, the most consistent true, target true. man. I think the last the person for Ben, I would say Kurch, Peter Kurch. Crouch was okay. Was a, but like, you know, like I mean, like at the top level. Okay, like he, he, he was at the top level. He, he played for, 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 like two, for like two seasons. He was at the top He level. was at the top. He played at the top okay, level. He was at Euros and all that. that yes. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. He was. Anyway, let's not talk too long. That I sounds feel like weird. Like, don't shit on my crush. This w- <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Chelsea. Chelsea. I feel like our only contenders for the league, real contenders for the league, is Liverpool. We can't write out Liverpool because look at their win against Wolves with their depleted score. That's that's the team that knows who they are. So you're counting Man City out? I'm counting Man City out. I'm telling you. It is... Their problems are... Their problems are strange in that... It's not like they don't have quality players. Is that mm. the the kind of players that they had enabled them play in some way in a very specific way? Mm. Like, so they had really fast wing um, fullbacks that provided with, and their wingers are people that like to cut in, mm. and then they had attacking midfielders in Silva and De Bruyne that operated in half spaces, and then they had Fernandinho who could mop up behind them. Now Fernandinho is thirty five; he doesn't have that energy anymore. Their defense isn't good. Sometimes he has to drop into midfield. Rodri does not have that engine, that tenacity. He's good at a pass. He's good in the tackle. He's good. He's not Fernandinho. He's just not Fernandinho, right? Silva left. <laughs> now, what Silva brings to the team is like, so, you know, this metronomic passing. He's everywhere. Mm. One touch, two touch. Set this person off. They don't have anybody like that anymore. Gundogan is like the next best thing, but he's mostly injury prone. Mm. Not as fast not as quick, you know, not as silky smooth as, like, you know, um, what's his name? The English boy, um, Foden, he's not the same kind of player. Bernardo Silva, also mm. not the same kind of player. Guy, yeah, you're going off on the tangent the, exactly. of Man City now. So, my point Chelsea, or a point of Chelsea being... And they're still growing. Feel like you feel like they will run away with the league, but I don't think they will run away with it. I think it's, it's to be like with Tottenham, and I feel like because Tottenham is Tottenham, they will tail off at the end. And if we keep Giroud in January, yeah, I say in January, God, if we keep Giroud in January, a player the that thing has about Giroud is if you when you sell Giroud, you won't find a Giroud. Jude would, would always do enough to make you want to play him all yeah. the time. Yeah. But once he gets into the team, he won't do enough to... Like, he would be at a limit. You would expect him to be doing just a little bit more than what he's doing. But then he's at that... And that's his level. No and criticism. That's, fine. that's his level. But that's the thing. You, when you then put him on the bench, he comes up and has these incredible performances. And then you put him back in the team. And then after a couple of games, he reverts to Jude. Less, and then it's less, like a frustrating circle. But on Chelsea, fitness, on Chelsea, fitness, let me make my point on Chelsea because yes. I think we've been on it for yes, a little bit long. So long, a long, a long time. On Chelsea, I think I agree. I love to watch Chelsea. I've caught your games a couple of times, and ah, oh, Havertz, Havertz is 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 a is a more modern Ozil. Mm, He's li- literally plays like Ozil. 
but he's, he has a, he, he's like when you amp up the ability a little bit more when you make Ozil tougher yeah he makes everything fit. look easy yes when you make Ozil tougher to fit in the Premier League or to play modern football mm. that's Harvard yeah he's so clean and that thing about Werner having a knack for scoring goals from anywhere he truly has yeah. so you guys are very Pulisic is so skillful yeah Hudson although he's not even able to get into the team to play I mean, consistently enough that's a problem like so your team is like stacked and it's beautiful to watch in, at the start of the season, it was that you had not gelled. Now you're gelling. Mm. Now, I want you guys to, to, to face adversity. If Chelsea faces adversity, it could, come, it could be in the form of injuries. It could be in, in, in the form of maybe you've lost your form a little bit. I'm curious to see how you, how you recover. So that would be my point on Chelsea. I mean, I feel like we've gone through a little bit of adversity, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Let's get to the 16th is. game. Then exactly. we'll start talking we'll about see. this thing we'll again. See. You know, because I remember, like, I, like we said offline, this season is so weird in the fact that we're in December, but we're now in a typical Premier League December. Yeah, yeah, COVID-19 yeah, yeah. fucked things up. Yeah. So because of that, it has made a couple of people very, very impatient. Mm. And this is a perfect segue into my next point. Yeah. And my next point is... I feel like some Arsenal fans are being a bit too critical with Mikel Arteta. <laughs> because we, we f- some of them have quickly... Because football fans, our memory is very, very fickle. We, we've all forgotten that Arteta has barely been a coach at Arsenal for one year. And this is his, his first gig as a coach. In less than a year in his coaching career, he won the freaking FA Cup. I, did Pochettino win anything before he left the Premier League? I don't think he did. And look at the ragtag group of players he used to do that. So it was like a miracle. And it truly was and is a miracle. And he has just, excuse me, added or done just very little to improve that squad. A lot of our players are not up to scratch. First of all, Granite Shaka. I love Shaka's left foot. I, I, I would describe Shaka's left foot as a wand, as a magic wand. It's very beautiful if yeah. you give him time and space. Mm. This is the fucking Premier League. Mm. There is no time and space. Mm. But my point is, Ateta has... Ateta is giving his, his players a lot of tools. He's, he's filling that toolbox, but because they are not very adept at doing what he wants them to do, we will suffer for a little bit, mm. but when it clicks, ah, oh. uh, you see, you 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 replied a tweet and said you want to use a particular thing in the podcast, yeah, and it was around oh Asuna, like yeah, they're laughing at you now. now they're laughing at genuinely. I think Mikel Arteta will come around, not enough to challenge for the league. Mm. I don't think so. Yeah, but he will come around and interest people again. All right, okay. First of all, I'm just going to, I mean, <laughs> where, do, ah, where do I even Bloody start? Chelsea fans. <laughs> what, what, what are you trying to say? No, I, I'm just thinking of yeah, what are you trying to say about Teta? No, wait, hold on, hold on. There's something that Frank Lampard usually says that for the longest time has annoyed me to high heaven and back. When they ask him about team selection, oh, why doesn't this player play here? Or how about this player playing here? He says... Game by game, he does what he does, and everything that he does is the best for the team. So he does the best that he can for the team on a game by game basis. Mm. So I want to believe that the scenario, let me just paint the scenario in my mind, is when he came to Arsenal first, they are fresh from sacking their manager, and also fresh from seeing a manager that has. It's not really a manager. It's not really a good manager. Mm. Manage the team for like three or four games and then a competent head steps into the room mm. and he commands respect because he has been there before. He has done this. He's putting the players in the right places. Oh, you want to play here? Show me the best that you can do in this position. Mm. Oh, you want to play here? Oh, this is your opportunity in this position. But uh, if you can't do what you want for the team, it's time to take a seat. We're not looking for anybody that does not want to be a part of the group. Aubameyang about to leave and, you know, his contract is almost up. 
the form of his life, money as he's just scoring from here, scoring mm. from their top scorer in the league. Oh, now it's time to give a new contract. And well, he at this point of the season, Aubameyang is where he is, which is honestly no fault of his own. There are some very shocking stats that I saw yesterday, and ah, I don't even know. As not as bloody bottom, Chelsea fan, you just I mean, had to save it. Wait, oh, and I, I had to. The to I just had to. Oh, yeah, no. What was what, 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 what the stats? It's really, really important for <laughs> for conversation sake. Exactly for what Who? we're talking about here. As now. Ah, ah, God, where is this thing, Jesus? Hey, While you're trying to find what you're, what you're looking for. Yes, Aubameyang is not doing very well right now. But I think... I know it will click, right? And I'm just curious to see, ah, to, to see it click. Because <clears throat> if you look at the way we've lost the last couple of games against Tottenham, the first goal, you can you could see that we could have done better. Mm. Then for uh, holding could I have closed, sh- could have closed this guy, could have closed Sons quicker. Mm-hmm. I, but he was trying to cover the man running from the outside, and on the second goal, it was a very unfortunate thing because Thomas Party just got injured at the very fucking moment when the counter broke. He was going off the pitch. It was so bad that I was so desperate that he, he tried to put to show him back in to just do yeah, something. Yeah, I remember that. Do I remember something. That. Okay, because so. it, it was going to be hang on, let me finish my point. Oh, <laughs> Wait, so, hang on so, now. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. So, sure, chill. Okay. So, yeah, it's a bit rocky now, but people are being too quick to judge. They are forgetting to analyze it and see that it's almost fine margins, right? Mm. Between winning and losing. Yeah. So, when we correct that, yeah, it would be better. So, Arteta had a talk about how they had so many crosses into the box. 33 and, against oh, Wolves. And <laughs> it has been it is bound for one of them to go in because there's been so many crosses. Even the XG. Yes, he says the, the numbers. Yeah. The numbers back the numbers, it up. Amazing. The XG was um for yesterday's game, or was it for the Arsenal game, was 0.6 um, one to Arsenal and 0.27 to Spurs. And firstly, one to nail. But the point that what I was looking for is that yes, trans creation. On trans creation, Arsenal at twentieth in the league, rock bottom, joint bottom, mm. with only God knows who they are not important because they are bottom. And eighteenth on shots on target, joint eighteenth, and seventeenth for goal scored in the Premier League this season. <laughs> I mean. Where do you go from there? I like the fact that this is a podcast, right? Yeah. And um, at some point, we'll be able to come back to definitely. this thing and click, click what you're seeing. And I this definitely. is what I'm going to make. This is the uh-huh. point I'm going to make about this. Yeah. You know, when I feel like this, this is one of those moments where a very, a very talented scientist mm. starts being doubted by people. Because he made a couple of errors. No, he's not making and a because, couple and of errors. It's been a lot. Wait now. <clears throat> And he's he's still very adamant about his methods. Yeah. The players believe in him. No, it's not the club, wrong. Tr- hang on. The club trusts in him. And this is that period where everybody's doubting. He would make converts of people again. And I'm mm. very positive. Yeah. And I love that this is a podcast. Yeah. We will come and clip this thing and I'll play yeah, it for you. Definitely. Again. Oh, yeah, no. But just, just to poke at the pain a little bit. I watched that game. And a lot of the time, I was left scratching my head as to what is the plan? What, what really are we looking for here? We're trying to cross against a Tottenham team that has um, Eric Dyer and, you know, big defenders against Lacazette and Aubameyang. They know to mark Aubameyang. So what's the plan? Who else are we making plans for? I think what Ateta is trying to do from, from some of the quotes I've seen in the last couple of weeks, yeah, I feel he's trying to load the box and deliver the ball into With the box. Players. But that's the thing now. That's the thing. That's what that it, it, this goes back to the first point I was making. Yeah. We have a lot of not good enough players in our team. So how about we do what we can with the team that we have? Well, you know, I, I, I feel there's still if he's still persisting, right? I feel he he knows he can pull it out 
or he can draw it from them. I mean, I hope so because I hope it so doesn't too. really look I, good. I can't, it no, doesn't I look that, good at I, all. I trust Ateta. I, well, I, I, tr- I personally you know, the trust points him. I was trying to make before, before I got caught up <laughs> at the points where I wasn't trying to introduce And I think stats. you should go to your own points and very pretty No, soon. just super quickly. Okay. Is that, yeah, but is that, you know, he had a good start as a, man, as a manager and came mm. at a time where, you know of the new manager about, it's not, it's not new to anybody that knows yeah. about football. Not that he didn't change a few things here and there, but there are enough things in there for us from then till now for us to to start to have a few doubts here and there. Maybe if we're not, you know... A few doubts? Yes, a few doubts. No, 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 no. no. This is not how to coach an attack. (coughs) For all that Senwenga was I don't think... No, wait, wait. wait, I don't know that you... For all that Senwenga was... You would say doubts. I can see why you might want to say doubts. Oh, wait first. For all that Senwenga was before he left, wait now. Oh, we see doubts. See if I'm wrong. See if I'm wrong. But... For all the wrong that Senvenga was before he left, one thing that he didn't do was give boring teams. He didn't give you a team that didn't score enough goals. Before and he left, Chelsea he scored. Arsenal scored over a hundred goals. Very boring. Before he teams. left, the last day he did give us very boring. He scored very over a hundred goals the last season. He gave remember? us boring games. But do you remember that season? Arsenal could over not get away goals. from home to save their lives. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. no. That that shit ran. Had been running for years before. But they had a hundred goals that season. Mm, that's Over not true. Goals. I don't think so. I, yeah, I, I don't think, think so. that's true. No, no, I think that's I saw a stat like that. That's yesterday. not true. Because I remember the last. I think the the more accurate numbers would be around seventy, eighty. Okay. That that's would be the, those would be the more accurate numbers. We weren't scoring as much as we should. Cause that those were the years that Giroud was the number nine, was the starting number nine. And every other year we would hear that a Benzema or a Suarez was going to come to Arsenal, but Giroud was the guy. And Giroud was going to give you Giroud levels of consistencies, which were never truly great. So no, I don't I don't want mem even when I think about it, I, I love Asenwenga. But I'm not going to look back with just rose tinted glasses and say, oh, we, di- we enjoy the football then. No. I like what I see with the Ateta team. I like how... Even, even Mourinho, which I'm not sure if he was trying, if he was being sarcastic, but really, <laughs> what he said about Ateta. Yeah, I about the criticism and that he can I see think, no hang on. I now. think he was being sarcastic Even if he well. was being sarcastic... It will come back. That sarcasm will come back and bite him. Ah, I don't and I said so. it here first. If you haven't heard it anywhere else, save this. Save you know, these words. To be fair, I can't find Move the stats. Move to your point, though. Leave us <laughs> alone. Show you guys one your three one. I know how to. Actually, that 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 year, Chelsea they they scored the hundred and thirteen goals, and conceded seventy three. What year was that? Uh, the seventeen eighteen season. Seventeen eighteen. Yeah. 113 goals. goals. Yeah, 74 in the Premier League. Sanchez, oh, okay. okay. It was that Sanchez period Mm -hmm. now. Amazing stuff. Anyway, we hope things work out well for Arsenal. Inshallah. (laughs) Amen. Yeah. Okay, so, wait, is this my second point? Things will work out for Arsenal. Amen. Is this my second point? I think that's the second point, yeah. This one now? Yeah. Oh, Oh, you made the the Chelsea point. Yeah, okay. So, my point now. Yesterday... I spent some time um, watching a random match. I usually have this thing where well, it wasn't too random that I had it because I had a bet on them on Southampton to win or draw. And by the way, I've been really good with bets. Like, you know, come to me for your bet predictions. Listen to my podcast. I'll be dropping like some fire bets every now and then. But I watched <laughs> that game and the conversation me and Silas had a while back was where I was on the side of VAR, came back to bite me in the nuts and... I literally watched as VAR changed a free kick from outside of the box for Southampton to a penalty because from what I could make out of it, because well, I wasn't watching in English. Uh, shout out to, to all of us. Arabian guys Please, so I don't want I don't want illegal stream. <laughs> I have a show match. This is theoretical. What is this HSC? If they come and come and catch you. This is theoretical. <laughs> we are not saying, but if we were, the Arabian guys are awesome. 
Yeah. So I see. Anyway, yeah, it's fair enough. This guy, he just jumped into the box. I mean, he was it was a tackle, it was a foul. But he, he, the way he jumped into the box, it seemed like his leg hit the defender before he fell into the box. And that's why VAR gave a penalty. It was the silliest penalty I had seen in my and life. And you said the Southampton... Southampton-Brighton. What was the game after your game? No, it was it was yesterday Sheffield night. United, okay. Was I'm trying night. to find Brighton versus Southampton. Brighton Southampton, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Brighton had that game, and to be honest, they were incredibly unlucky. Sorry, I'm just pulling up the the. Uh, I really want, want to, to see how crazy it was. Ridiculous thing I've incredibly seen. Incredibly ridiculous. I mean, football is going to shit. I I agree. The other time we had a conversation about VAR, I was of the opinion that you know, I feel they are not being too. I mean, a lot of decisions are happening that would not have happened before, but doesn't mean that they are wrong. Mm. And you know, the problem is, is maybe it's not so much with the consistency, but maybe you know, we just we are not used to what we are seeing. So what do you I think thought, now? That was insane. What? I mean, I was hoping for Southampton to win, but oh god, I I mean, how did from outside the box? The referee literally gave a penalty, and you know, just and to speak, know, he didn't even go to look at the monitor. He just oh, it was a penalty. Okay, that's all. <sighs> god. And that's it. What and that's how a team would lose a game. That's how a team would lose a game. But when he, when so, mounted, so wait, it... why, why do you think there are so many inconsistencies? Because another thing I'll tell you is this. The last, this same weekend, um, the goal Vardy scored to win Leicester the yeah, game. Yeah, I heard that that goal was questionable. I it seen. was questionable because his hand was offside. If we're going to apply the rules that chalked you, off you remember Bamford's goal. Bamford's goal. It was even Bamford's goal. Hang on. It was Bamford's goal that... Just prompted me to start thinking VAR is overly inconsistent. It was literally like maybe his fingernail or some shit like that. He was just fucking pointing, saying, Give me the ball here. Okay, so you see, the thing with the rule is that it is offside from any points of Fair enough, but at least why don't you draw those lines? You draw the line for Bamford. Why don't you draw the lines now? Are you, it's oh. not very consistent, to be honest. It's like you know, it's between different referees because different referees are different referees are in charge of. But the then, bar, if there are rules to the game, the rules should be so. consistent. That's exactly what, how it's happening in other countries, like in Italy. So why can't yeah, it be I like that in in, in England? No, I think the, the the model is like they take the corrections that they learned in the season and then implement it for the next season. Mm. They don't make the implementations that season. Mm. Like I can't remember. There was a, you know, the prompts about referees not looking at the the monitor to save time. Yeah. A lot of people rallied around it, and then now lots of referees are looking at the monitors this season, even though not enough still. Mm-hmm. But you know, changes are made like afterward, and then the change to the handball rule as well was made the next season. Mm-hmm. So you know, hopefully things balance out. Yeah, yeah I really do. I know. I sort of know. I, I have a strong conviction that it would, but um, I just would prefer if you were, if you were, if the process was a bit faster than it is. Yeah. I think waiting until the end of the season is a bit, you know, silly. It would if if you have problems, if problems start in September by December, you have a certain number. It's only common sense to say. Oh, for the re- remaining half of the season, there's a chance that a lot of other play teams will be. Why don't be you like maybe? Document? Yeah, it, shouldn't it be? It should. How difficult is 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 it to change a rule? Honestly, among the insane. referees, it's really insane. Well, I mean, maybe like maybe association. It seems like they enjoy the the hype. 
and the drama that yeah they just want to be in it so much and i agree that this might be a bit too naive it might be a very simplistic ways of yeah. thinking the fa works yeah, because but that's how ideally it should be, yeah, it should be. if you're going to run an ideal organization you should make rule. rules should be working documents sh- there shouldn't be this yeah. thing set in stone that only get reviewed at the end of the yeah. well again the referees are still human beings and people and they should be respected as people but when they do stupid job like this they should be called out because that was insane I don't know how that's a penalty but well my bet's entered but still rubbish just, just rubbish. one person I can't even imagine being a fan of that club like I saw this guy just shaking his head and I felt I felt that pain Reporters should should have gotten the points from that match. It was really unfair. But anyway, uh, Silas's last point. That would be Paul Pogba. Paul okay, Pogba okay, is okay, a player I like. He, he has, I think, when played when when he plays in the right system, and he's allowed to express. I won't say he's not allowed to express himself. I mind you, but it feels like he's not hitting the level he he should be at because of yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, the yeah. manager not knowing him very well mm. and using him to his strengths. Mm. It feels like that. It feels like he's being made to do a job that is below. He's not being maxed out. Yeah. It's as if at the end of the day, he... He's just another player. In the team. Yes, exactly. Kind of like how I would play if when I play FIFA. I oh, have okay, a system... Okay, okay, okay. And yeah. every I just pull players where players no, just work, mm. just put in the work, and in the end, if everybody puts in the work, it makes. But that's in a very idealistic situation. Yes. Yes. But in reality, yes. Paul Pogba is not being utilized very well at my in my opinion. Not even a little bit. I mean, there is so much talent, and I don't know. Raiola came out recently and said how his time at United was over. You know, it seems I think like it's a good of, thing. Yeah, it is. It seems like that kind of paper talk that comes every now and then when the transfer window is around the corner. And mm. Although I can't... The only club I can see that might pay for that transfer is PSG. And that would mean that they are already spending their Kylian Mbappe money for when they sell him to Madrid because they are going to sell him to Madrid. <laughs> you didn't, so you, you think PSG has would be more interested in him than... Real Madrid. Why I've heard a couple of Madrid? times. A couple of times, I think. Memory might be serving me wrong, but I've heard no, um, yeah, Zid- Zidane talk about him very yeah. glowingly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's also an option. Okay, but here's the reality of Real Madrid. They are attacking midfielders and still, you know, boarding players at the club who are yet to find the space. There is, um, I don't know, I don't know how much... Um, there's this Uruguayan guy, I'm trying to remember his name, Valverde. I don't know how much Valverde mm. has played this season, but regardless Valverde, of Valverde, is he not a striker? No, 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 no. Valverde is a, is a midfielder. He scores oh. a lot of clutch goals. He scored a lot of clutch goals every now and then last season. Mm. But there's also, um, I don't know how... No, 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 hang on, hang the fuck on, Gia. We're talking about a World Cup winner here. But well, he has to fit into the team. So what the fuck are you saying? Fit into the team? Is the same problem at United? They just brought him into the team. What's your role? Who are you playing? Well, with? if Zidane likes the player, don't you, you think you think? Hang on, if Zidane likes the player and you're buying a Paul Pogba, are you buying him to? What are you buying him to do? Exactly. Yeah, what are you? That's a good question. To? I think Zidane would have an answer, don't well, you I think? I don't think their players are. Their players are the club that can do almost exactly what you are bringing Boba to do. Odegaard is there to drive the ball forward. Valverde is still there. Um, Tony Cruz is still at a wonderful age. What's his name? Modric is getting old now. But uh, there's still players that are coming through at Real Madrid. Um, Ceballos is still unknown at um, Arsenal and they seem to have long-term plans for him. Uh, With Zidane still as head coach, I doubt. But my point is, or what the, the the mere fact that we're having this conversation and yeah. 
thinking i mean the fact that we're discussing it means it's a possibility yeah and that goes to say he would have options Definitely. i think paul pogba would have options no, i'm hoping he does because yeah. it's going to take a lot of money to price him out of united because united are disastrous as negotiate at negotiating <laughs> mm. It might not be that much money. It might be six something million, seven something million. So let me put it. Well, I was going to ask you if you're if you're Paul Pogba's agent, what would what would you say? But then you you've already mentioned the yeah, quote the from Mino Raliola about like, yeah yeah yeah. It's about him yeah. wanting to leave. And then there's oh you 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 just brought that point without knowing that news. No, I I had seen the news, but oh, I I wanted yeah. us to expound on it a little bit more. Oh no no. But definitely. then again, I I thought maybe you would. Have although he's, you've said your mind on the matter, yeah, it's not quite right. right. Him at all. Yeah, and I think PSG the same with Griezmann. I feel like PSG should have signed Griezmann instead of Barcelona mm. because it seemed like mm. I can see how Griezmann will fit into a PSG. It's, 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 it's very it's fluid, very, very fluid, a very yeah. fluid attack. And mm. PSG doesn't seem to have the midfield presence that they need right now. Berati is good, but you know. He's not that. He's not the force that Boba is. Mm. Imagine mm. if Verratti with a Boba. Ah, like kind of like if a Pogba and a Kante. Exactly, Idrisage is like more like that Kante. Mm. Yes, Idrisage. Idrisage behind them. You know, since Verratti left, they haven't really had a hmm. replacement. Replacement like that. Um, what's his name? Verratti is still at the club. Verratti is still at the club. I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, Hera is. You said since. Verratti no, left. No, since Verratti. Oh my God, I meant Rabiu. Oh, Matuidi. I meant Rabiu. Rabiu, okay. Uh, Rabiu and what's his face? There's another central midfielder, Leandro Paredes. He didn't really bed into the club. Draxler is still at PSG, right? There, but you know, nobody really. He's there every now and then. He's injured a lot of the time. When he's not injured, he's mostly yeah. on the bench. Blah blah blah. But he would really fit into that team. That's a team that would need him. Yeah, I can see how Pogba would, would fit into that team. It would really free and it, up. It, it, yeah, it would give him the. Like he would have the authority he wants. Um, and maybe if he has like, if his friends would like Neymar, they can be like, they can form like a band of like, you know, a duo or something. Yeah. Because definitely Mbappe is leaving that. He's leaving that club. He's not going to be there for the long haul. He's leaving. Probably at this summer, at the end of this uh, ne- next summer. Might Mbappe feels like the kind of player that every other season his name will be in the news that he's being won he's to be somewhere or the other. Yeah. Probably next season he'll be the best player. And I think it's just that everybody knows PSG is not the club to yeah, they're not the club realize to his ambition. They're bigger clubs. He's yeah. not the one to rewrite history for them. He just was to continue making history with the club that makes history. Mbappe and Neymar. Neymar, and I don't what do you think? You think Neymar will still stay like no, stay de- at? Definitely Neymar will stay because Barcelona cannot afford Neymar. <laughs> For sure. And you don't think Real Madrid will be tempted? Never. Uh-huh. That is a lot of money. Where are you going to put it? Where are you going to play? That's true. There's hazard still there. Take yeah. all that money. Well Just that's all for me, Sha. It's really heartbreaking to see hazard like that, Sha. Just side Ah, do you have any other point? I'm trying to remember my third point. It's fine if you don't. It's fine. I think we've been going for a little bit. It was about our third time. Yeah, I think you you made a point when I yeah that you made your point. It was about our third because when I when I brought my point up, you yeah. seemed to bring out your phone yes, and you're reeling out of stats. I was just. But you see, because you didn't wait for your own time, you were too you were itching too badly to talk about Arteta. You vile Chelsea fan, just waiting to just dig your claws in. The thing is, I have been thinking really good things about him for a long time. Recently, and it's like this is not good enough. Well, it's fine. You can keep thinking what you want to think. Even a little bit, like if it was my club, okay, I wouldn't accept. My problem with Lampard was that I couldn't Mm. figure out what the fuck he was doing. If it was, if it was Emery going through this period, I'll be so upset. Because I know I, I I didn't trust Emery. I didn't trust that Emery was Emery was doing enough. Why don't you think that way for for Arteta? Because there's problems. Like there, there was this is. there was this counter attack way that happened. Yes, the players still believe no, in there was him. Chill, chill. Where was her name? Tottenham went right through the middle. Yes, just, yes, yes, yes. There was a hole 
where are the players? Where he just he just they look so strange. The players believe in him. Do they? And that that's what would make any team successful. Okay, so I guess we'll just agree to disagree on that one. That's fine. And well, okay, we're mm-hmm. done. Thank you guys for listening to this point. It's it's kind of a it's a long podcast kind of, but it's our first episode, so you'll bear with us. Yeah. Yeah. And hope you enjoyed exactly. it. I mean, if hope you're you if you're still it. listening to the sound of our voice, I guess you enjoyed it. And you should come back, please. But you know, just to close out the show, and um, we're recording this on a Tuesday. It's a Champions League night, so right. maybe we'll just do some predictions for Champions League games. My beautiful Chelsea is playing Crash Nodal this night, but we already know this is a walkover. It's going to be like the renewal or something. <laughs> Let me see. Uh, big games. Okay, so. There's Barcelona versus Juventus. Ah, that's a big game. What Who do you think, think will win? I think it will be a draw. Juventus might win. Juventus to win or draw is my bet. Barcelona lost their last game to Cadiz. And I don't know. Juventus seems like a more functional team. Yeah. That can. But although they are still with a new manager that is not good, that's not well, it's not good enough. He's getting there, the team is new, blah, blah, blah. But they still seem like a more functional team. They are still. Oh, it's fair, a two-one Juventus win for me. Two-one Juventus win is fair. I'm good with two-one. Two-one Juventus win. Also, well, this is not a game. Well, Leipzig versus United tonight. Ah, that's and an interesting game. United lose. <laughs> I don't think United will qualify. Oh, wait, United. Yeah, first. they needed a draw in yeah. their last game to qualify. Should now. United lose, they'll be in a very terrible position to qualify mm. because um, it's. PSG is on nine points as well. United on nine points. Leipzig on nine points. And PSG play Istanbul Bashak Shakir today, which is Wait, should be a walk. Leipzig is tied with points. Tied with points with PSG and United. Yeah, yeah. it's really interesting. That. That's a very interesting game. Yeah. What so do you? How do you call it? I think. Who? How do you call the game? Or what oh, would you call the game? I think. I think Leipzig get this win. Mm. Their performance against United against um, Bayern. It, it can it kind of flattered their performance. It wasn't it wasn't that great, but it's got three goals from like four shots on target. It was mm. fine, but with United, United is in really good form. I think they will feel like they are better than they are and commit. And now Guzman will catch them on the counter attack a few times. That's why. For sake of argument, I would say Sokcha oh, mm, motivates I think his. I, I would say. United has the firepower to win this game, so I would yeah. say 3 1 United. Wow, okay, yes. reverse 3 okay, 1 United. So, um, next tomorrow, there's Salzburg versus Atletico. Salzburg, I think, I think Salzburg will get their first win. Salzburg, they, not, not their first win, but I think they'll get a win of Atletico this time. Mm. They'll be playing very well. I know you know. Then there's Real Madrid versus Borussia um, Borussia Mönchengladbach. Uh, what what does Mojang Club how how many points do they have? Well, Where are they in, on their in their in the table? Uh it's it's a really tight group. So Mojang Labak is first with eight points. Uh Shakhtar is seven, um, second with seventh, United um Real Madrid is seventh. Ah. Is third with seven as well. It should be a good game then. It should be a really good game. Huh. I think Mojang Labak might Mojang Labak come up with a result. You think so? We not draw. I don't know. All right. Anyway, those are some of the games on Champions League. This is being recorded on a Tuesday. Uh, we'll do well to drop it this evening, this right? On Wednesday. No, no, no. We should drop it this Tuesday evening. If only it was that easy to edit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like it's pretty. Not the one that in the video. <laughs> so, okay, so yeah. these predictions will go to shit, I guess. Well, we'll find out on Wednesday. Alright, well, I guess the predictions, if you're still listening, the predictions are just to test our, to test run our prediction exactly. skills. Exactly, if we you get know. it wrong, you can come and laugh at us on our Twitter. Yeah. By now, the time we what's get our Twitter handle, Seth? We should, you can come and find us on our Twitter page and your boss at, um, the handle is viewing center underscore, and when we get the predictions terribly wrong, you can come and ask us and tell us a lot of bullshit. And yeah. our personal Twitter accounts are you can find me at Noobsilas, that is N double O B S I L E S on Twitter. And you can find me at G I
Podcast.